0: I know, there's like the soundtrack is so stacked. I could do, you know, all-star, <laughs> yeah, obviously. That was
1: a huge surprise. When right the there. Fat Boy <laughs> Slim track just came on, like the first yeah. track of the film, I screamed.
2: It was shocking. Every song that came on. And when the Digimon started dancing to it too. <laughs> so
3: oh my gosh I, I, I really was like regretting picking this movie at some point not not because I thought it was bad but I was like oh people are going to hate this and then when that came out I was like no that, that last scene is worth everything in that movie yeah
4: <laughs> yeah yes. how
0: can you get how can you get to that scene and still hate the movie if anyone hates it after that it's like come on yeah. If
1: anybody on. listening to this hates the movie turn off the podcast yeah Just
0: leave. <laughs> <laughs> you're not welcome here
1: no digimon slander
0: <laughs> yeah
2: um well adam did you want to do the rap do you have Yeah,
0: it? I feel like that's the one you, you gotta do that. Mm-hmm. It's like when that started the movie, I was like, okay, I know I'm in for a classic. Yeah. I know I'm about to get a classic. <laughs> so uh, I think it goes a little so this is just off of pure memory. I obviously haven't pulled up the lyrics. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it goes a little something like this. Digimon, digital <laughs> monsters, Digimon are the champions. I- Digimon, digital monsters. Digimon are the champions. With Digi Will and Digi Vice in hand, there's a Digi dynamic force in Digiland. When Digi Past and Digi Present collide, time to Digi size. Digimon, Digimon, digital monsters. Digimon are the champions. The Digi world is Digi safe, and now we'll meet in Digi fate. With Digimon to protect what's right, we'll have to Digi fight. I love Digimon- how much they use the word Digi.
2: <laughs> like, at the, the at the first part of the rap, I'm like, oh my god, they're really gonna do Digi every second? And then I was like, Digibot,
1: monsters, just like... <laughs> just With the, like... the words just, like, in the background?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It
0: was
1: just like, oh, it's yeah. so good.
3: Very, very nice. That's one thing that I think is the most comparison, like, the biggest comparison between Pokemon and Digibot is the effort... <laughs> in maybe their themes
4: because
3: yeah. yeah it's uh yeah i don't know if one's better or not but yeah it's the digimon one's kind of just in your face my mom used <laughs> to hear it and she would hate hearing that song because she's like i she's like i don't mind the show but that song's like she would say it sucks but she's like it's annoying and i was like yeah. oh okay
2: In your face is the perfect way to describe that because it does feel, I don't know, reactionary. Like, oh, Pokemon did a theme song where they all have this. Like, <laughs> we got to do it now, like right away. And then they jumped on and like made that. But like, I don't know. That was it, that was fun. That was, that was a super awesome one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should interest. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Is It Whack? Your favorite movie podcast that discusses and dissects the whackness of movies. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Funke, and I'm joined by Adam.
0: Digi-Adam.
2: Digi-Adam, sorry, uh, (laughs) Digi-Nara. Hi. And our special guest from the digital world, David. Digi-David, sorry. Hello.
0: (laughs) 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 Woo! Oh my god. And we are meeting over the digital world for the first time. This is the first time we've ever met. Uh, you sent us an email, David, saying that you liked the podcast, that you wanted to be on it. So, uh, it's a pleasure, oh my goodness, to meet digitally
2: yeah and you brought such a sick movie as well like thank you thank you for coming on so
4: good
1: <laughs> no
3: problem
2: um so uh i guess how we usually start off is uh what was the first time you watched this movie what was that experience like
3: so i mean i imagine i saw it in theaters because i remember seeing the second pokemon one in theater theaters but i was like this is like two thousand or two thousand one, mm-hmm. is it? I, I can't remember. I, I think it's like I think it was ninety nine or two thousand. Okay, so if it's ninety nine, I, I would have been four, so I probably don't remember seeing it. But I remember seeing it at home a lot. We this is I don't know if it was like a, a classic repeat, but it was something that we did watch a decent amount. Um, but yeah, it's and then I I watched it like four years ago, uh, with my brothers. Uh, and it was I don't know, I like liked it a lot. Uh, and I was like, this is a cool movie. And then yeah, and then I watched it again yesterday. But I don't know. Is it is anyone else familiar with the Digimon <laughs> universe?
1: <laughs> I knew I, what Digimon were, but I did not know that this movie existed.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, say so I I knew what Digimon were only as in they were like a competitor to Pokemon. And there were people that were like diehard Digimon fans and there were diehard Pokemon fans and I was in, in the Pokemon camp. So I just, I never really uh, delved into it at
0: all. Yeah, same. I was like, I, I ca- yeah, I mostly just tangentially knew what it was. Is that the right word? Tangentially knew what it was. I feel like I could have just said knew what it was. I didn't have to say tangentially.
2: I like the word. Uh,
0: thanks. I was aware of Digimon, but yeah, I never watched it or played with, there were like cards, right?
1: There's like, I think there was like a, I don't know if there were cards, but there was definitely like a game aspect. You might have gotten like little figurines or something.
3: So the Digi device, I don't know if that was the first thing or one of the later things, but it was like a Tamagotchi. So it was ripping on a lot uh. of things, but it was like, so you had your own little, like, you had to buy different ones to get like Agumon or like any of those other ones you saw in the movie. Maybe not. Maybe you got to pick like Pokemon did, but it was kind of like a Tamagotchi where you just fed it and like fought. It was weird. It was really, it was like a Sim, kind of like Simmy, I guess you would say. Mm -hmm. It was an odd game. But there was like PlayStation games. I had one that like banged called Digimon World 3. So that that says a lot because that means three were made. I never played the other two. (laughs) But that third one has a sick soundtrack. If you like like ambient, like vaguely vaporwave-ish music. I love it. Oh yeah. It's like not city pop, but it's like weird like video game jazz music. It's like very Final Fantasy, but like more laid back and chill cuz it's like a weird RPG. Anyways, but yeah. So Digimon's media beyond just the show is uh it's all I didn't I didn't do research on it unfortunately. I did research on the movie, but the the world itself is it's yeah. People stand. Were yeah, you I'm What's Funky, Okay, go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, I I was just saying like it feels like those I don't even know what, like, game or just character, like, pocket monster uh, companies just tried to do, like, everything that they possibly could to get this in, like, the hands of children in any, like, form at all. Um, So, yeah, it was a lot of, like, cards and then games and then, like, candy and plushes and toys and shows and movies as well. It's really everything. It's, like, it's a lifestyle they're selling to children.
1: I think my school library, I remember, had, like, digimon like manga in it like i remember that like i remember like little comic books about digimon
3: (laughs) digimon's weird because i i think it's very pessimistic to look at it as like uh just a cash grab but it's Mm -hmm. um i don't know i think it has heart in its story but the way i think the like franchise is rad is very like it's it's very like evangelion where it's like they'll just license it out wherever right but there is some interesting stories being told and like like even the most recent stuff there's like a writer i follow who like really recommends um like the new digimon like shows and it's like it has a lot of heart and pathos and i'm like that's cool i don't i haven't watched it but you know yeah. i it, but it's one of those things where i think it's very easy to just look at it and be like oh this like and be like dismissive and think it's just like I don't know, whatever, but I don't know. It's cool. Bro. Yeah,
2: I, I had that attitude as well. Like, at least towards it in the Pokemon, coming from the Pokemon world. I was like, this is like a rip off. I, I don't know what this is. Like, we got a Rap, like they got a DigiRap too. But, but <laughs> it, it does have heart and it does like, I don't know, like this this story is, it it hit, I think. I know this movie is like, three different movies stitched together like in <laughs> yeah. crazy but, Yeah but the last story I was like oh my gosh like that was those are the two little guys for the first one and like this guy's evil now. That actually I was like oh this is this is fun. And it was really funny. Like funnier than any Pokemon thing I've ever seen. Like this one was
0: making oh, yeah. so many jokes
1: this, all the time. There are of... so
0: many good jokes.
1: It kind of seemed like this movie had more jokes than story, which I'm not Mm. mad about. It was very fun.
3: Yes. My joke about this movie when I was watching it last night, one note I took was that it's just quips and exposition. There's really nothing else. Like, there's no character (laughs) development. It's literally just people cracking wise. And then, like, we need to do this. It's like, oh, like, the way they solve... The way they solve the second story with Omnimon and they just redirect the emails to him is such... I mean, it's kind of, The way it's portrayed, though, like, when he, like, starts freezing and stuff, that stuff's dope. Like, visually, I think it's such a... Like, that second part of that movie, there's that part where, like, the rocket... You can see it in the background of all the different characters. Like, I don't know if... They, like, there's, like, a skyline and then you see the, the rocket, like, rising. Yeah. And... It, but it like keeps like changing each time you cut cut back i don't know it's there's visually there's like a lot of interesting interesting things going on in this movie that i think is
1: it dope. did look cool. yeah i like the um like um i guess the textures that they made like especially in the, like the last battle with what was it like was, <laughs> it? was it kokamon or I, yes yes Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I think so. um but when they were like spoilers but when they were like <laughs> destroying him or like when he opened his mouth and it was just like the weird like gooey bubbly ether that looked so cool or when they oh, were, like, it
0: looked so cool
1: when they're in the internet and it was like oh we're gonna make it look like a carnival so it was like a ferris wheel and then like some carousel horses in the background
0: yeah
2: and and it was so weird with perspective as well because like sometimes they would grab onto those and then sometimes it would just be a wall with like a wallpaper of those carousels that they would like jump on as well. That was super super incredible animation.
3: Yeah, like in the second part when they're in the internet and how that like I, I think it's Omnimon or whatever, but that creature's like crawling, like he turns into mm-hmm. like a spider. Like that perspective shot is very or even when they're like going through like the digital portals, like I don't know, it's like it's not trippy, but it's just very visually like I I there's probably stuff that exists like it, but To me, I'm like this is like it kind of holds up still. I think it's like really cool looking. I mean, there's times it looks definitely it looks like an old cartoon, but then there's times it's like it doesn't look like futuristic or anything, but it just looks nice, like it looks good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think. Oh, go ahead, Adam. No, yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty much just agreeing with what all with what you all are saying. Like, I think it always looks really visually inventive and exciting, and yeah, it is mixing a lot of textures and stuff, and that's. Really cool. I actually forget what I was going to say when I started this sentence, Cool, but uh, I did want to add that uh, this is going back a little bit, but yeah, my impression always was that like, you know, they took Pokemon, which was already a really cool thing and that everyone thought was cool. And then what they decided was like, you know, what else is cool? Digital stuff, the internet. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, what if we just made Pokemon like digital? Isn't that the coolest thing ever? <laughs> yeah. like, you know what's uh, cooler
1: than pockets? Digital. Yeah. Stuff.
0: <laughs> digital? Why why would you want a pocket monster when you can have a digital monster? That's like a billion times better. You're so And honestly, right. they're right. They're kind of right. <laughs> like, that's the thing. They they made a good calculation. Digital monsters are way cooler than pocket monsters. Yeah. You can feel
2: the like boardroom. In this, like the the
0: talks, (laughs) but it's so
2: good. Like it's like, okay, what is Pokemon doing? And what can we do better? How can we take this and and send it to (laughs) to the sky? And I think it's really really cool. I think, especially in terms of what they do with the story for each of these little movies, mini movies, because. Pokemon it feels like has more set rules and they're like okay we can't do this because we have a card game and if we do something really different like then we're going to have to change the card game uh, like exponentially we're going to have to shift right. the game as well like the mainline games we can't really like break too many of the rules but Digimon like kind of doesn't care at all. Like, I don't know, even from evolution, from like the first evolution to the second one. They re like, evolved what are you... like
1: crazy.
4: Yes, they <laughs> yeah. evolve
2: every single like battle. I'm like, what the hell is going it erases the stakes so much. And their evolutions themselves, like the character design, it they, they all look very nice. And I think they get like I love how they go from cute to like, oh, kinda like mysterious and cool to like a Gundam, like a giant mecha Gundam. Um <laughs> But I I do also like how like they don't I don't know they don't seem as tied to an idea like they will jump from I, in the last movie I think I, it was Lopmon or something turned into first it's like a little dog and then it is a woman <laughs> with like wigs <laughs> and then it's a big dog and I'm like how did we get here how did like what's the thought process that
1: was so funny how it was like Andromon and Angel woman. <laughs> and then it's like Angelon levels up from there to be this like mech dude <laughs> and then Angelon levels up to be like a pink dog I was like where did she go
2: but it was it was awesome and I think that allows for more moments of like what the hell is going on in each fight because you really don't know what's happening like in the first one too that guy literally hacked the system and just evolved and evolved and evolved and I'm like whoa that is a really cool mechanic they played around with there.
3: My favorite part about that when he kept with the internet monster, it was like, he's eating data. And it's like, what kind of data? Like, what if he's eating a bunch of data, what did he get a virus himself? Or it's like, I'm, like that's the one thing I guess maybe when I'm being hard on it. I'm like, it's narrative convenience is so, I don't know. It's funny though. Like you say, it's it just like that last fight they're like we need to get the golden eggs and i'm like wait what are the golden eggs and it's like we got the golden eggs and you're like wait when did you get this golden egg like i was really confused
0: everything is everything is a narrative convenience i mean it's mostly written from the perspective of what would be the coolest thing to happen right now
1: that's how Uh, all movies should be written that is how all
0: movies should be written what's the coolest thing to happen right now (laughs) i mean i watch movies because movies are freaking cool okay so give me something cool every second
2: yeah i i feel like one of those moments too was when i think it was ty was just like come on you gotta wake up you gotta wake up and then he just falls through the thing he falls through the screen (laughs) drops onto the guy when there's a million other monsters about to blow him up and and who is it who's I think his little sister says like, nobody knows how it happens, but he just had such a strong connection that it happened. And I was like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Like you explained it like that. I'm like, okay, You, I don't, I'm not gonna judge you on your little, like, I don't know, inconsistencies with that story. Like it. it if you're gonna t- say it's that connection, okay, I believe you, let's go. Let's go into this world. Uh, that was really awesome.
3: What makes that seem so weird is when its narrative fails, Again, it's like – that because it's like it cuts away and then his mom's like, where's Ty or whatever? And then he's not there in the room and it is very like ominous in a way. And then you just see him like – but like when I was talking about the pathos, I think it's very emotionally manipulative, especially to kids. Because it's times where like people just start crying and you're like, what's happening? Like (laughs) –
1: the one time at the end where the guy starts crying and then he's like, no, it's not that deep. And then he's just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That, oh see,
3: that ends so whack though. Cause then when Willis walks up to both Kari and the other girl and like kisses them, I'm like this is so weird. And then like, it's, anyways, wait, but to get back. Okay, sorry. I was going to say one thing though. Is that Davis kid? When I love how Kari, in, when they introduce the new kids uh, in the third part, when she's like, Oh, he kind of looks like my brother, Ty. And you're like, oh, what? And it's just because, like, they didn't. They, the thing is, they made new characters, but they didn't want to redesign it. So people. They thought it was the same character. <laughs> but so it's just. But it's like so weird that the movie acknowledges. It's like. Like you say, it's like someone's in the boardroom where they're like, someone's going to be confused because they both wear goggles and have spiky hair on their head. And it's <laughs> like. <laughs> It's like, just tell them they're not the same person. (laughs) They're different. (laughs)
0: They'll get it. They'll get it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the first combo there was like, all right, we got to have new characters, but the the first ones worked very well. Like, let's do the same thing again. And then the second (laughs) combo was like, oh, but they look exactly the same. (laughs) We have to adjust it. That was a fun choice they made to actually like say, yeah, they do look the same, but they're completely different. And his his Digimon's different
0: too. You know what? You were highlighting, Funke, though, that that moment where it's like, you know, it's about the connection that they have. uh, And that was kind of, like, that's the that's, I think, the heart of the movie for me. Like, it's like kind of about the bond between these kids or all these characters and like their their Digimons and their toys, their games. And, you know, because like that middle section, yeah, it's the he, he needs to kind of like form that bond or the bond becomes so strong that you know he ends up in like the digital space, and then thus is able to save the world from missiles. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then you know the last section as well. It's like the guy, the kid's talking about how he like created those those digi eggs to because he wanted to have more uh, digi friends or whatever. But uh, but then the you know became like a monster that he couldn't control, that he couldn't be friends with, that it became dangerous, like. Mm-hmm. i don't know i think there's a i think there's a thread in there and that felt like the heart of the movie or at least the like thematic heart of the movie for me which is like yeah i don't know the bonds that we all create with like the the toys we have or the games we have growing up or you know yeah so on
2: no that's 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 real they definitely build up a on that and like and make it the most explosive thing and the most like, whoa, what's going on? Ah. Like the the nuclear missiles, which you glossed over, I think that's the first time we mentioned it. <laughs> so, like that, that was such a jump when they're just in the room talking like, okay, it stopped all the grocery stores, damn. Now There's like nuclear missiles everywhere, they're flying and they're landing everywhere around the world. And you're like, oh my God. But even while they were solving that issue, I was like, how is this going to stop anything like they're in the air (laughs) they're they're about to crash i i don't know but it it worked out and that was great but still yeah i i think it is david emotionally manipulated manipulative but i had a good time during that and i was like oh my gosh just take me along for this ride like it it did feel like a roller coaster it was very awesome
3: yeah I, it's, I don't know. It's a weird movie. I, I think that's the thing is like, like when Adam was going on about the connection thing. I'm like, oh yeah, this movie has a lot of pathos, but it's easy, I think, just to look at it very cynically and be like, again, it's. I, yeah. I don't know. It's just such a weird property that I think it's almost hard not to just be like, I don't know, just look at it in a really weird way. But yeah, it's, yeah, like the missiles like. Well
1: the like point like what adam pointed out about it's about like the connection between those people like now you saying that it's so clear but when i was watching it i think i was just so distracted by like the way it looked and all the crazy music cues and the like constant jokes that i couldn't quite latch on to that um so i'm like maybe if i watch like the unabridged like full digimon experience i would understand that more but because this movie was just like so fast paced and like jarring all the time it was a little bit harder to like hold on to that like nugget of like heart
0: yeah i definitely i definitely see that and also just like in terms of you know viewing it cynically like uh you know you can totally look at that and be like well the people who created digimon made a movie about how much kids should love digimon (laughs) <laughs> yes. which is like that's', that's pretty, pretty weird and you know consumerist in this in this maybe off putting way, but the movie is so odd that I'm just like i am okay with it, I don't know it's it's so weird and like it doesn't feel like the creators created it cynically, even if like that underlying messaging maybe is like yeah, you know kind of strange
2: adam i I agree with it it does feel like, okay, we gotta sell more Digimon, let's make a movie do it but then it feels like the writers on that movie were like no let's make this like something special like like let's make this movie something more than just about the product and i think they pull that off and make it like something that you care about like they i mean most of us on this podcast didn't know anything about digimon at all and i think they introduce it very well um and then they introduce kind of the laws of its world like hey there's no rules it's digital monsters and there's a lot of love um, and you kind of like just fall into that uh, and and yeah it, it becomes more than just the product it's about those connections yeah it's kind of hard to look at it without kind of juxtaposing pokemon kind of there or like the other pocket monster craze for me at least personally but it, i don't i don't think that's a negative thing i think it's like it's cool to see all of the things that they they did with this. And even though it wasn't like as massive of a success, like I do think it still has a lot of merit and like, it's, I, I don't think the people should brush it off. Like I did for how many years. <laughs>
3: Uh, all I was going to say is, uh, when you were making the comment about how you kind of just fall into it, it is a very engrossing piece, and that aspect of, like, when, a joke I made about it last night, too, was that it's like, oh, it's just an AMV, where, like, because Nara brought up the musical cues, <laughs> and it's so crazy how, like, it literally will just rely on ska music to, like, drive home the point of, like, yes that's what is that's yes! about it. It's such a weird contrast, because it's, like, this very upbeat music, and then, like, crazy gnarly stuff is happening, and you're like, what's, okay...
0: Yeah, it definitely does feel like an AMV at times when it's like they like they just bust into it's been one week.
4: (laughs) With that
3: montage.
1: (laughs) cue, I was screaming.
3: (laughs) My favorite part was when the mighty boss tones dropped after the bomb fell into the ocean and it like had that sick ass bass line and it was all I don't know. It was just it was dope. (laughs) Like, but yes. it's yeah. I don't know. It's it's such a weird contrast of emotions and ideas. Like I, when Nara was talking about how it kind of just like flew by, I'm like, oh yeah, it's not flew by, but like it, you, it's so jarring and like it happens so fast that it's like it's hard to grab on to anything. And I get that because it's like it's interesting because it's engrossing. Like that first one when they're like walking through the streets. It's like really, I don't know, it's like almost I don't know. It's weird. It's like a weird art film almost. We're like this like yeah. little girls walking around with like this digital monster and stuff. And it's like, but then this giant bird shows up and Yeah. I also loved about that scene when she's like, This is Agubad, but it's not actually Agubad. We'll meet a different Agubad later when we're older. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> Oh, again, it's those executives like popping and be like, hey guys. How did they meet this one and not remember the other one? And you're like, oh, okay, I don't know. It's just wild. Yeah, yeah.
2: And and the, the first one didn't talk, and then the second one like is like lifelong friends with them. It's like, oh, hey,
1: where I'm in your computer? How's it going? It's, and then there's no, a like, little like Zen master in the computer. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> who is that that
2: part was very bringing the gang back together but like we had no context but i was still like yes they're all here (laughs) fantastic and then they're like who else is there and then the door opened they're like we got this guy this guy this guy it was a party it
4: was really i
3: love how it starts slow where they just introduce their their there's like agumon and the other guys i was gonna say pokemon digimon but um and then and then yeah then it's just like quickly like they just like it's like a bunch of names just get rushed off and they just like all walk yeah. r- out <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> i was like yeah we're not gonna spend the time as much as we did with these other guys <laughs> it's like
0: i will say with uh, with the digimon the monsters themselves i i don't think we like spent enough time with any digimon to become super endeared or like like i don't know what who what digimon would pop from this to be like the toy that's really popular in the way that like pikachu was or the character that like i know there's some mm. that were cool but like mostly we just see them all in flashes of like uh yeah really quick i don't know like i just feel like i i didn't get to settle down with any of them to be like oh that's 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 my guy that's my digimon you know yeah
3: yeah that's real like in the 90s dinosaurs were popular so i think they were banking on uh, ties sure. Like, but I don't think, like you say, I don't think they had the main brand. Like when you went to stores, it wasn't like you had all the, like one big Digimon. Because like, like when you would buy Pokemon, there would be like a bigger version of a Pikachu, and then there'd be like little ones of like the other ones. So yeah, like yeah. there wasn't really a, a flagship. It, yeah, I, yeah. Digimon literally just threw everything at the wall, and it's, it was kind of successful, I guess. I don't know. It'd be yeah. It, yeah. yeah.
2: I think maybe that's one of the reasons why it wasn't like as big of a commercial success because yeah they don't have that one character that they're like this is the guy this is the yeah. guy and it also during that intro moment they were all talking and i think i was like oh it's kind of weird to me that these little guys are all talking because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so used to them i from pokemon being like oh i'm gonna say my name yeah pikachu 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 But they're just really describing, like, we're going to help you. We love you. And we're going to do all this because you're our best friends. And you've always been our best friend. And I was like, oh, wow. And the main character's like, oh, thank you so much. That was one
0: thing I remember on the playground kids saying. They were like, Digimon rules because, like, the Digimon talk. You know, they're not just like those (laughs) people. They're just like those Pokemon (laughs) who just go, oh, Pikachu. You know, it's like they talk. And it's like, yeah, I guess that's pretty cool. I don't know. I mean sure whatever
2: (laughs) yeah i'm on the fence i don't know is that is that cooler or not because i feel like there's more projection happening with pokemon when when Mm. you don't when they're not talking um and they can't verbalize everything they're feeling but oh yeah nara
1: well i was gonna say the one thing that i found interesting that was pointed out in this like in the final act the final movie in the movie (laughs) was um i don't even remember the like digimon's name but um the one from Colorado he was like (laughs) I'm not your pet I'm your friend and therefore I'm gonna like stick by you and help you out in this situation which I was like okay that's cool that these like creatures have like actual autonomy like maybe watching this when you're younger you're like makes you think more about how it's like oh like it's not just like a pet or something for you to like project on and like think about and just like have as like this other entity that you can sort of control however you want but it's like animals and like plants and other people and stuff have like autonomy too and you should respect that
0: yeah true that's cool
3: well that's what's interesting about the movie is it has like some really interesting messaging and almost like we we discussed in the first half or the first part of our discussion is that like whether it's unintended or not like it is kind of poignant in ways and you're like oh like it teaches stuff like yeah friendship and unity and like again it's like a lot of properties do this but it is i don't know it almost drives it home and i don't know yeah i don't know if it's entirely successful i know I, I, that i care about other people's opinions but i would like to like talk to like kids who would watch it now and see how like they engage with it because uh-huh. it, yeah it's, it's a very like i mean we're all adults so it's like now that our our whatever connection to it isn't valid or anything but it's it's more like we can see the nuances and stuff Whereas like with kids i wonder if they just like how funky pointed out at the beginning was that like it was just cool like it's cool to look at yeah but the message is very yeah no it's it's very simple the messaging but in ways there is like how nara's saying is like i don't know if even the creators were aware of like the idea of like, agency, or, like, pets having their own, like, boundaries, and that is a very interesting thing, because, like, Pokemon, the biggest, like, criticism against is, like, oh, these, like, Pokemons don't have any control of, like, who they are, like, owned by, or, like, not- owned. Get back to your cage! Yeah.
2: I summon you now to battle! Fight for me! (laughs) Then get back in your cage,
3: yeah. Well, there's probably totally a scene in the Digimon, I haven't watched in a while, but, like, where, like, what do they refuse to fight because they're, like, talking- be to them and they're like well they're like oh, I'm not gonna cool. fight for you. I mean I mentioned there's probably something like that though because like like mm-hmm. funky says it's like what did what does Pokemon do that did you want to, like or whatever you know like what did yeah, they yeah. do so yeah I don't know but yeah Adam sorry
0: no no I think I think that's uh that's true I i and I I but yeah I agree with you that like I wonder what a kid or I guess I yes I am curious at what a kid would take from it as well because I think that, like, uh, even what we're, you know, gleaming from it now. Um, it
2: I love that word. <laughs> <Gleaming>
0: like, <laughs> what we're gleaming from this cube of a film. What we're gleaming from the Digimon.
4: uh, uh
0: yeah, I don't know. Like I had to think pretty hard about it after finishing the movie. I was like, mm, okay, what I? okay, yeah, I guess I can see kind of that thread and you know that was there. But through most of it it was just like, oh, this is like cool flashes of colorful imagery yeah. and sweet uh, uh uh monsters, digi monsters, if you will, digital monsters. Um and yeah, I if I know if I saw this as a kid, I certainly would just take, oh, that was really cool. Um yeah. But, you know, the points that you are uh, describing about, like, the agency of the monsters, and especially in contrast to something like Pokemon, where, yeah, there is just this, like, owner-pet binary. Uh, I don't know, it is interesting. Like, it's it's very, it's very, um, yeah, in- interesting to think about.
2: Definitely. I think Pikachu is, like, the only... Pikachu and Meowth are, like, the only exceptions in that. Like, they don't go into a Pokeball. But it doesn't really hold up because everyone else is in a Pokeball. Like, why are these two the only dudes that are outside of it?
1: I want to see an episode of Pokemon where it's role reversal and uh, Ash and Misty and Brock are (laughs) chilling in the Pokeballs (laughs) and see how they like it.
2: Did you know that PETA made a game that is basically that really <laughs> yes
1: that's not <laughs> you, okay I,
2: I i accidentally played it because i was like oh new pokemon game let me check it out well, it's on the browser what the heck and it's so fucked up i i don't know i don't think they should be allowed to make that stuff just because it is so scary um but if you look it up like it it is there like you can play through and they kind of have commentary on like this pokemon slavery aspect i don't think it's that bad but um yeah they it's it's playable (laughs) zero out of ten but it's out there (laughs) i think i'm this movie interested me so much because i i had kind of blinders to the whole series as i said before but i don't know i guess growing up i realized that brand allegiance is kind of dumb and like being like super into like one thing and dismissing everything else is like you're just missing out on so much great stuff um but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Digimon, it, it's it's great. And I feel like, I don't know, I think I must have missed out on so many other gems that I just brushed off as like, oh no, this is like a ripoff of this. But like things can do interesting things even if they're not uh, the same as, as the brand that you're into or I guess cartoon that you're into. Um, like
1: what else was there? There's like Yu-Gi-Oh, Bakugan.
2: Bakugan Brawlers. Uh, Bay Bay Blades. Blades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went brand. to a am oh, sorry go ahead
0: oh, oh yeah I, I, I agree with you and it's just like brand loyalty is always stupid it's like I remember people arguing of like I'm an Xbox guy I'm a Playstation and it's like these brands don't care about you like they don't no. give a shit about who you are so why are you so like concerned with making it clear like where your allegiance lies it's like they don't <laughs> they don't give like <laughs> they have that's a dangerous a dangerous hole to fall into. I know so many people who are like so – I shouldn't say so many people, but I know people who are like, you know, deep into the Disney fandom or like, you know, Marvel – I guess that's also Disney now. Or like the <laughs> yeah. Star Wars fan. I guess that's also Disney now. <laughs> anyway, so deep into whatever. And it's just like – it's awesome to be a fan of something. I'm a fan of a lot of things. But when you brand, when you like tie so much allegiance to like – this large corporation that doesn't give a shit about you. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing yeah. here? And like,
2: yeah, toxic fandom in general just is so off putting. I can't, I can think of like so much medium or so so many pieces of media across like different mediums that I have just not wanted to, to mess with at all because of their fandom. Mm. And just because of, like, I I guess people's weird uh, allegiance, like, diehard allegiance to them. Like, Rick and Morty is one. Undertale, uh, that one I recently just, like, played, I think last year in the summer. And I was like, wow, this game's amazing. But, like, I don't know, if if people are so diehard for something that they kind of, like, shit on other things for it or in the name of this, you're just like, oh, God, this thing, I must hate this thing. Because I hate how this person's acting. But... Yeah, I guess that's just how like fandom like spirals out of control because someone loves a thing so much and I don't know, I guess holds on to the wrong parts of it. It's really fascinating to me. Try, I've been trying to break break that because I mean I feel like everyone falls into those those holes as well.
3: Well the interesting thing about Digimon is is coming off like the back end of like the console wars. Or I mean they hadn't really ended, but like that's like you know, so I like, think they knew kind of like what made Digimon interesting compared to Pokemon is I think Digimon was available on like mostly like like every console, whereas obviously Pokemon's a Nintendo property. But in general, yeah, it's like it's interesting to see how like corporations, uh yeah, like how everyone's saying, kind of like purposely try to like develop these uh whatever like where you're like oh you if you like this you should only like this or like coke and pepsi did that a lot like it'd be interesting rivalries yeah well yeah it's like if you drink pepsi you're you like bad soda or something like that it's like they're kind of the same soda (laughs) i'm like there's like a a small difference but it's not like yeah but yeah i don't know it's just like you say it's like it's easy to get caught up into it I wonder, like, what Digimon kids, because they probably always felt like losers, because Pokemon was, like, the popular (laughs) one. But I bet you Digimon kids probably weren't as loyal, where they were like, you know what, I dip my feet into kind of both, you know? It's like, like, let's say you're like a rock band, it's like, or, I don't know, I don't know what, what kind of other rivalries there are, like, nowadays, or whatever, but, like, I like this, or, but, like, those kids probably were like, we're... We, you not like anything i guess you know because <laughs> it's like i'm not gonna like deny myself playing pokemon because <laughs> did like want yeah. well i don't maybe not well, maybe yeah. m- maybe they were hyper hyped up like anyone else but i wonder. like i think at a certain point it was like a lost cause where like people are like Digimon kind of st-. like it doesn't suck but it's like it's not pokemon like pokemon gets shown yeah like pokemon gets showed on fox in the morning on saturday or not get yeah, fox kids i think is like yeah at like a nice like prime spot where kids are awake, whereas I think Digimon was like an hour earlier. So like there's less oh. kids watching it probably. You know.
0: Now that then Digimon's for the cool kids that wake up early. <laughs> yeah. Digimon's <laughs> for the for the morning risers, the morning birds.
2: Mm. Or the insomniacs. Mm. <laughs> or the
0: insomniacs. Woo <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, insomniacs. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. But still. yeah. But yeah, it is it is all, such a such an interesting thing you're denying so much if you're so fiercely like i am i am a digimon person
1: well i was gonna make a music analogy that might be kind of beating Please. a dead horse because i think we've gotten to the end of this point but uh it's no. kind of like the uh we never 90s, get to the end we 90s brit forever. pop sensation blur and oasis um but mm. then it was like personally i think Like, I like both their music. I just like Blur more because I think it's more interesting. But it's like, okay, like, in my opinion, Blur has more interesting music. But Oasis was, like, so much more successful than them. Mm. They were, like, crazy good. So, it's like, you can't deny that, like, you can't say that one is less important than the other or less successful than the other. Because they're both, like, hugely successful in their own ways. And they're both, like, hugely. It's like, if you're. And also, I'm like, why are we comparing them? Because they make such different music, like, kind of thing. So it's like, the, I think it's kind of the same with, like, any brand war where it's like, sure, like, Pokemon and Digimon may come from, like, similar places. Like, they may have similar, like, concepts in that it's about little monster friends. But at the end of the day, it's like, even just the visual experience of the two is so drastically different so that
4: you're,
1: you're like, missing out if you only have one and not the other, in my opinion.
3: Wha- like Digimon has no worlds, like how funky pointed out at the beginning. But like, there's literally like you can just keep evolving. Whereas like Pokemon, it's like water type fights fire, fire. or like like there's like logic to it that actually applies to its real world counterpart. Whereas Digimon's kind of like oh we just fight, you know? Maybe there is like actual <laughs> logic, but yeah, it's like. But I don't know if it makes it worse or anything. It just makes it very like simple. I don't know. It's 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 a funny. It's a funny piece. But, like, how Nora says, they are drastically, like, the experience of watching a Pokemon episode as opposed to Digimon. Like, Digimon, there's probably always times where, like, it's a life-or-death situation. Because, like, this movie loves flirting with the idea of death. Or, like, people, like... Some crazy stuff happening. Whereas Pokemon, like... (laughs) The thing that everyone points to with Pokemon is, like, the Charmander episode when, like, his fires... Or his tail is, like, at risk of being, uh, like, hit by rain. But, like, that's, like that's not every episode where it's like digimon seems like from my recollection is like every episode <laughs> it's, God, like, it's, just, boom, boom, boom. it's like it's just it's like like i remember there's one episode where they get lost in the digiverse and they're like lost for like four episodes and they, they like oh start God. getting hungry and stuff it's a weird episode it's like kind of what like it's like um uh fire or lord of fire florida the, the flies yeah yeah it's like that, but it's so wild because it's like Pokemon would never have have an episode of that. <laughs> Pokemon would be like maybe yeah. one, maybe an episode, but it wouldn't be like, maybe, I don't know. But yeah, it's funny. They did they did Digi Lord of the Flies? <laughs> yeah, essentially.
1: I <laughs> want to watch that. That sounds
3: bad. awesome. I think they all got like <laughs> splintered up and like different pairs were different. Like kind of like, you know, how TV kind of does that where like this person doesn't like this. Like, uh, like Scooby-Doo did that where like Velma and Fred, you know, like stuff like yeah. that, you know
2: pair up those characters that's so interesting i remember there was a johnny test digimon parody that i watched there was it was a (laughs) two-parter because the first one was such a hit they had to do another one um but yeah i i guess I, i i knew kind of about that through a parody of a kind of parody as well so it was it's 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 a mix in my head but i know they played off of that with all the whip sounds and stuff did y'all ever watch that show
0: no johnny Johnny test
1: (laughs) yeah it's a sick intro song that sounds like a green day song i think they stole the intro from a green day song
0: i don't even know what johnny test is
2: his flaming his head was on fire it was like a fire thing and he had twin
1: sisters and he had a talking dog
2: yes and the twin sisters treated him like a lab rat i think there's also lyrics from the intro. (laughs)
1: um oh i think it literally is yeah (laughs) Yeah.
2: um but that was good but uh, i guess back on the comparison between uh digi and pokey i think it's also just like people love to compare things like yeah it happens in music as nara said all the time when people like oh two pretty girls let's pit them against each other (laughs) like they must they must be in competition because they both exist and are working in the same genre but it's like you you never need to have that relationship and i think stuff in general is better when it's not like a competition like that it's more of like okay like let's take them for what what they give us and and the things that they're they're doing because they're not doing the exact same thing they're trying new things and they want to say different things as well. yeah
0: i think it's probably people wanting to feel like validated in their interests like wanting to feel validated in like what they have spent so much time thinking about or being a fan of or whatever and I, you know, I guess I understand that impulse. It can be kind of like, uh, I don't know, lonely or whatever to be like, oh, I'm a huge fan of this thing, but uh, am I, is that, is is it okay to be, a or, you know, I don't know, whatever, whatever the impulse is, but uh, I guess it can feel kind of validating to then like have it exist in like contrast to something else or like use that to like tear down something else. Like if you're like... Oh, I'm a big I'm a big Digimon fan. Uh but like I'm insecure about it. If I can shit on like something else, you know, it kind of makes it more cool to like the thing that I like. That's not a great way to summarize what I'm trying to say, but you know what I mean like it just feels like validating I think for a lot of people, but I totally agree like I mean everything should just exist on its own terms and we don't need to like pit things against each other in order to enjoy anything like enjoy what you like for on the basis of itself like not in contrast to something else or don't tear something else down to uh rise the level of how much you like one thing bad sentence but you know what i'm saying (laughs)
3: Uh, i hear you yeah it, yeah, well the, all, I, all I'm going to say, because I think there might be other stuff you might want to touch on, but I was going to say is that um, I feel like, did you want actively cultivate that, though? Which is kind of funny, because you think they wouldn't want to be compared to it, but I think they, in some ways, they wanted to always be the alternative to Pokemon. Because, like, again, Pokemon um, was kind of boxed out if you didn't have, like, Nintendo, like, equipment, or, like, you know, consoles or stuff. So I think that's kind of, like, right, their yeah. thing is, like, oh, whatever kids aren't able to get, Let's offer like that. Like how I was saying earlier, they off, they just kind of like offered everything to everyone because like I there has to be like Pokemon comic books or manga as well in libraries. But the fact that like Nara remember that like there was some, I think is like kind of interesting because it's like they almost got their like hands into every kind of pot like whatever Pokemon right. was lacking in. They were like, well, let's just get let's just get in there before they can get in there almost. Yeah. But like I feel like they yeah. almost. Yeah. I feel like that no, was. Fo- sure. Do they? Just, I just feel like that almost fostered that like kind of like competitiveness. Even though like when I was saying earlier, earlier that like, Digimon kids, I think it's like kids are more like people say they're smarter than people are. So I think they lost. They they realize that they're like, oh, this isn't a, as popular as Pokemon is. So I think the kids realized it, but the 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 executives or whoever kind of like didn't really realize it because like Pokemon still goes strong. Whereas like Digimon, yeah. it didn't fizzle out, but it it's almost like um I can't remember. But yeah, there's something else.
2: They're different. They're different tiers, definitely. Like Digimon's still going, but like Pokemon is like, boom, we got a new game coming out, and everyone's like, oh my god, what the hell? Yeah.
1: And,
0: and also, I mean, this, yeah, just what you were saying, David, reminded me of like, that that kind of feels like the same thing with Sonic, like what Sega did, where they were like. Oh Nintendo, super cool, super popular. We need to make our own thing. And like, what can we do that's different from Super Mario? And so they just did like what they felt was the complete opposite. It's like he goes so fast, he's the coolest guy. He's like a yeah. this he's like this kid, and he you know, and it's just like, what can they create that's like in contrast but to Mario? Then
1: they united at the Olympic Games.
3: Did they? <laughs>
0: oh, that's cool.
1: <laughs> every every four years they do.
3: Mario oh, and Sonic at
1: the Olympic Games, and Mario and
3: Sonic Maybe. at the Winter Olympic
1: Games. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh
1: shit! That's what we need. We need a Digimon and Pokemon at the Summer
4: Olympic Games. <laughs> oh, oh that God. slap!
1: <laughs> that would be
2: so wild. Like honestly, <laughs> that crossover. They gotta try that.
0: Yeah, but it it, it is a, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. I. I don't know. Should we talk maybe we can talk about each uh we can go like segment by segment, at least touch on the movie. I feel like we've broadly talked about it, but go through each part.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh I it was so much to I... know, but let's let's try to piece it together from our collective memory. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: part, so part one.
0: Yeah, what happens in part one? We don't got Seb's summary corner here. We, she
1: is you know, what's her name? We can Kari? Do it. Kari is staring at the computer screen and there is an egg.
3: Mm. <laughs> A digi egg. A yeah. digi egg. Nara. Right. Yeah. Come on.
1: I'm sorry. Digi egg.
3: <laughs> the, the egg comes out of the computer at one point. I don't know how it happens again. Right? It just hops out. Because then she's like holding the egg and like the cat. That cat. Well, yeah, when the fat boy Slimson sh- showed up. But yeah, that, that scene was dope. That cat moved so gracefully. It was all. <laughs>
1: That was that moment was uh, Digimon asserting their dominance over Pokemon, saying these are Mm. digital monsters. They are so much more powerful than your real life monsters that are grounded in uh, mortality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But the Digimon got whooped.
3: He got his. He got beat up by a cat.
1: (laughs) That's true. That's true. But then he came back. He came back and came back and destroyed the city. He wasn't
3: Digivolved yet. Yeah,
4: yeah.
0: So Yeah, so also, in this yeah, he uh just to summarize it uh the monster becomes you know rapidly evolves, becomes really big, and then uh you know starts you know, attacking the city, I guess, and then gets taken down. Yeah. Sorry, Funke. Oh, oh, or David, whoever wants to go. ahead. no, 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 no,
4: David, David no, I was gonna say was and a bird shows yeah,
3: up class, class. and they fight the bird and then Oh yeah the day like the sun rises i don't know how it all happened do they die i can't remember
1: i remember she was wearing really cute little pajamas because they had like a little hood with little bear ears on it and i was like that's that's cute cute little kid Mm
2: -hmm. i well she's alive i know she's living and she's on a dinosaur while it's fighting um
3: (laughs) and
1: (laughs) oh they blow a whistle to wake it up to fight the bird
3: when i was a kid the whistle was the biggest thing i remember from this movie because it's so ominous like it's so weird how like like the way that that's that movie whatever episode uses sound design is so it's very sparse and interesting like for a a kid's show because it's not like music's constantly playing like there are times and then, like, everyone said, it's kind of funny with the soda machine and stuff like that. But the whistle, sorry. <laughs> yeah. The whistle was just... <laughs> the
1: soda machine.
4: Well,
3: there's always that big scene in... On, uh, there's almost... There's a parallel in all three of them where, like, the kids have to, like, basically, like, s- hype up the Digimon. Or, like, be like, hey, I'm not going to give up on you or something. Or don't give up on us. Because remember, like, Tai, I think, starts, like, hitting the... I don't know. I feel yeah. like he tries to talk to it. <laughs> and then he whistles. And then they fight. And then, yeah,
4: I don't know. Sorry.
1: I remember there was, like, these characters who I'm like, I don't know who this character is, but they're going, like, go tie from, like, the balconies. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, <how> did- <laughs> who are you? How would you know who Ty is? So those supposed
3: to be the other digi-dested <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But like, like they don't explain that they don't they don't tell you who these uh, kids are they're just like, they
1: say <laughs> it, the info dump at the beginning when they're like oh and this is the dude from Colorado but we don't need to know that yet and then just like move on <laughs> and I'm like sorry what who?
2: well they I think they just threw that in so it hit the third movie hit harder they were like right. oh you remember this guy from the first movie forty minutes ago. <laughs> <don't you?" laughs> But I, I thought it was interesting with the uh, the the Diggy Destined how they were the only like seven children awake and no one else was awake when like
3: everything was exploding. And I'm
1: like what about <laughs> and... the people on those that bus?
2: True, yeah, the people on the bus and also everyone. I think uh, Kari and uh, Ty were screaming so loud, like just <laughs> everywhere. I, I I love that because it did feel separated from reality and I was just like, okay, you know, you guys are doing this thing. No one's seeing this giant dinosaur. Okay. Um I would have liked to see, I guess, maybe not in the first one, but generally throughout the movie, like how other people outside of the DigiDestined reacted to Digimon or like knew they existed mm. because I couldn't, I feel like they weren't acknowledged by anyone uh, that weren't the children. Like, Well,
1: they they got all those emails.
3: But, from other children, as well,
2: like felt like the people in the real world didn't know,
3: like adults can't see them is is that, yeah. yeah, well, that's what the weird thing about, yeah, there's some weird stuff going on. The lore doesn't really add up, I don't think because, like that's I, fine,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, i I don't know if I don't or if it doesn't add up for me, I just would would have liked to see them like see some sort of connection with, like, the people outside of their little bubble, like, to see, like, what the world, I guess, thought of of digital. Because in Pokemon... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
3: Sorry, were you going to say funky about Pokemon?
2: I was just going to say, like, that... The the relationship between humans and Pokemon is very clear in that, because it's like, okay, like, they help us all the time, like, we have this bond, etc. But, like, it felt like a weird anomaly that only ten children knew about. Or, I guess, like, and everyone on the web. Um, But...
3: Yeah. What I was going to say is weird is when Ty and his friend are yelling in the second uh, movie and like the, like they're like messing with all the computers, like the mom walks in a bunch of times and she doesn't ask at all what's like going on. Like they're screaming their heads off like, <laughs> people are going to die. The missile's going off. And then the mom walks in is like, do you guys want beef jerky? shake or something like that he and then he gets like diarrhea so weird
0: it's so loud although well, at one point the mom asks is it is it ty When she goes like where where is he and uh it's because he got sucked into the computer <laughs> she's not she's not too concerned about it well, <laughs> it's, it's
1: i do ap- i do appreciate this movie's stance maybe that they're just like adults are dumb yeah,
0: adults like, are adults stupid. Are
4: so
1: Only like, you know kids what?
0: understand. I love you that. You know what?
1: I appreciate that. You're marketing this to kids? Do it. Even yeah. if you're marketing it to adults, I'd still be like, yeah, great, great point. Parents just don't recipes understand. recipes are not good. You
0: adults are stupid it. and they try to make beef jerky shakes and they don't know what they're doing.
1: <laughs> she thinks she's good yeah. at recipes. She is I kind of want to
0: try that though. A beef jerky shake? No, you don't at <laughs> I, all. I don't no eat I, beef. Way. I don't eat beef, but I'd try a beef jerky shake for sure.
1: I was also so confused because I guess it's like a thing, like it was like a thing throughout all of it that her cooking was bad. But when they first introduce her cooking, it kind of just sounds like Tai just really doesn't want whatever she's making. And it doesn't point cake. Yeah, it doesn't like pointedly like, like it doesn't become clear that her recipes are really bad until like a couple scenes later, like after the potato juice too, because it's just so quickly brushed over where <laughs> Izzy is just like yeah sure I'll have potato juice and I'm like is that just a normal thing like I don't know if they're supposed Japan to be in the bad. 1990s? Like- I don't
0: know. I don't know if they're supposed to be bad. I think they're just supposed to be like healthy, which is like again a stupid adult thing. Adults okay. eat oh. healthy food. Kids eat. You know I don't want. I mean, she was offering like spinach cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Probably delicious, hey, but I don't want that. Come on, I want chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah no, i think that that tr- the uh, adults are dumb thing is definitely a threat throughout the whole thing like from when they like i forget the n- name of the two kids the other brothers who have to like go into town to use the computer and then everyone's like oh i just used that for solitaire <laughs> like, you seem <laughs> like you're having a lot of fun on that one uh or when the in the third movie when when they're taking the taxi with the uncle and he's just like swerving while they're having like an intense conversation (laughs) about like the life or death of the world they're like please just put on a slow track so you can drive
3: (laughs) (laughs) well that that thread makes even more sense because when willis calls his mom at the end because he like calls her before he leaves new york and after he leaves new york and and like he's gone for like a while like he literally goes hitchhiking, so he has to be gone for at least a week or so. And he's like, "Yeah, mom, it's cool. We went traveling, and it was like, oh, okay." It's like, well, he's like a fourteen year old kid at most, and he's like running around America like hitchhiking, and I don't know. But yeah, I, I think that is a that is that is a, I think an accurate way of this movie's opinions on parents <laughs> is that they're just big old uh, dummies.
0: <laughs> uh. I like the. Uh, I, I just wanted to ask you this, David, because you're American. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a line where they say that in America they got Digimon by the truckload. Is that
3: true? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, in the 1988 market crash, there was an influx of, <laughs> of Digimon. <laughs> Inflate, <laughs> there was, they were inflated for a few years, so we couldn't, a lot of people couldn't get them off their hands. So they were just packing them up in trucks. <laughs>
4: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my I god gotta, imagine if that I was just that. Is, like they
1: they traveled to america and then they just like went to colorado and it was actually just like i don't know just like piles people like abandoned their digimon that'd be <laughs> oh, so tragic and so, sad. Sad. That'd be Digi so Central. sad well what's wild
3: about this movie is that so in the TV show there's a digiverse where the kids travel to the digiverse this movie all takes place except for the second movie, but all of it takes place in our actual physical world, which I don't remember that actually being a part of the original show. So in rea- like it just it's wild because it's like breaking reality but then the show the movie never acknowledges that like these are digital monsters that like I guess they're fighting each other, but like they were able to ride that one dog one when they were going to Colorado oh yeah
1: mm-hmm. and they're like why didn't you do that earlier <laughs>
3: yeah like so it's like these these are sentient or corporeal beings that they can like grip and hold on to like it just kind of but conv- only sometimes <laughs> yeah because yeah. then there's time, yeah there's times where they have to go back to their digi i can't remember what it's called device the, the digi device yeah i thought
2: like uh yeah, it was kind of ridiculous when these kids were going all around the world. They're just like, okay, we got to go to Colorado. All <laughs> right, let's go. <laughs> but I, it, it makes sense why that's weird now that you're saying that most of it didn't take place in reality, I guess, like of the TV show. But yeah. I found it charming, really charming how they explained how these children got everywhere. Like, especially in the third one where they're like, oh, that one girl's like, our cu- or my uncle has like a good plane and my uncle also does this and my other <laughs> uncle does this too and oh we're already here that's amazing <laughs> because of my uncles i thought that was a good <laughs> it, it, it turned like something that was illogical kind of into a, a a funny gag um where i was just like okay you get a pass like these kids are here just stop talking about uncles please They're, <laughs> they all seem to be unreliable
1: because <laughs> adults suck <laughs> yeah.
3: Adults suck. That's true. If uh Insomniac ever makes merch, it should be uh in the Digimon font. Adults suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Adults suck. You know what? I'd buy that and wear that.
3: That's fine yeah. I'd buy that like for $35. It'd be dope.
1: <laughs> That's a lot to charge. I don't know. I would buy that for maybe like 15. Yeah. <laughs> Ten <laughs> to fifteen. I'd be wearing that shit I'd all
0: th- the time. I put twenty I'd put uh I spent twenty-five dollars on that. Ooh. Okay. But 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 there has to be no shipping cost. Mm. I do $25 free shipping on that for sure.
1: Okay, yeah. no, I do I do $15 and then pay maybe like $350 to $4 mm. shipping.
2: I would do $15 and then $15 for shipping.
1: <laughs> that's a lot for shipping.
2: You
0: pay $15 for
3: shipping
2: on that? <laughs> yeah. If I had to, that's my that wow. would be
1: my
3: limit. For that shirt, <laughs> this doesn't relate to Digimon. Sorry, not to interrupt that, but <laughs> David, David, come on, this is very important. <laughs> we're, we're talking about shipping what costs. What is? How much would you pay with shipping, David? <laughs> okay. Well, if I'm paying thirty five, it's going to be no shipping. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> not anyways. But you guys asked me about being American. Uh, there's this Canadian brand called Garfield Eats. Have you guys heard about this?
0: Oh um, yes, yes. RIP,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. What? what? I. It's wait. It's gone. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to ask about it though? Well,
3: my understanding is you can still order lasagna and pizza from them, but it's frozen and they don't ship to America, but they will ship to different parts of Canada. But I could be mistaken. Maybe Funky's right that they did close shop.
2: They had we a had... shop on Ossington, I think.
3: Yeah, they we did. had
2: one in
0: Toronto. Uh and i never went there. I knew a couple people that went there that said it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, hey, uh...
2: hey, hey, hey. It's not <laughs> bad. It's just Okay.
0: So you've been there, Funke?
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so
0: give you a review. You're you're the one who's been there.
2: So I walked in. It's all orange. And they they had these orange stands. And they all had iPads. And you could, like... They were all playing Garfield.
4: uh, And you could
2: pause pause the episode to, like, order. Or you could just walk up to the person and say, Hi, can I get this? Um, But they also had a split... Oh, they had so much merchandise as well. They had, like, T-shirts, mugs. They were just trying to sell Garfield again. Garfield Eats is a brand. And they also partnered with Uber and kind of just wanted to just, like, really make a presence on Uber Eats. I feel like the store itself was, like, an an extra thing. But they were like, okay, we can send you Garfield lasagna. Garfield shaped lasagna. Garfield shaped pizza. Um, Yeah. Garfield coffee it was a lot of stuff but they would ship that everywhere but that is what closed down recently um and then they went to a factory i think now and they do still sell the lasagna but as david said it is frozen it's not like a de- delivery service okay. it's like you can buy lasagna from them
0: Did so the pro the problem with like gimmick places like that like or i shouldn't say the problem but like the food has to be good because you're not you, you might get people for a first time like a gimmick uh you know intrigue okay I'll try the Garfield pizza but if the food's not good like you're never going to get returning customers and that's how you make money as a restaurant there's a place uh in Toronto called the Poo Cafe where it's like all the stuff is I don't I've know seen I guess it, it looks I've like never been. Yeah, yeah, I've never been uh but I've always been curious and yeah, it's all like poo branded and whatever, but apparently it's really good. So they have a lot, like it's survived. When they first went up, like how long ago do you think that was? Probably like six, seven years ago? I don't know. I was like, oh, that place is going to survive like six months, but it's still there because it's apparently good. So I don't know. You have open up a gimmick place. The food's got to be good. Otherwise it's going to, it's got no chance. I um, absolutely disagree. What? Sorry,
2: this this. You think man... the food should be bad? Sorry, <laughs> Sorry Now, what are you saying?
1: This man who started Garfield eats is starting a Scooby Doo eats. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, you know right, what?
2: right when that fell, Scooby Doo eats rose. He's like, you know what? I would,
1: here. I would Scooby eats. I am a Scooby Doo fan. But
2: what is the food? It's gonna be dog treats and large sandwiches. Like That would, <laughs> do, that would
3: be dope though. That's
1: all I need. I just need a large
3: sandwich. Did you guys ever get the Scooby-Doo fruit snacks? In Canada? Yes. Those are the yeah. best fruit snacks. Those are like, yeah. they legit are great. But Welsh,
2: Welsh too. Those those are great. I love the blue ones. Yes. Always the blue ones. Oh, so good. Um, Adam, snacks on your point of it has to be good food. I don't think so. Like I was, I was paying for the Garfield experience when I got the pizza. It wasn't, I think it was more expensive, like slightly more than the same size I would get at like pizza pizza. But I was paying for the, the, the cat ear shape. I was paying for the orange mm-hmm. tomato sauce. I was paying for kind of just being there with Garfield. And I think I got <laughs> that out of it. But I for, would-
0: but for a first time though, like, you know, it, cause, but, it sounds yeah. like you didn't enjoy it enough to keep going back.
2: No, I didn't go back, but I did spread the word. And I do Fair I do enough. think their audience is like a bunch of one-off people. Once A bunch of people are going to get like one Garfield thing, go and talk about it, be like, it was good, it was bad, it was okay. And then mm-hmm. they're going to get someone else who's just interested of the idea of a Garfield restaurant.
1: Can I just say, I think there's more... If we're just rating the Scooby-Doo versus Garfield, which is not what we were doing, but this is what (laughs) I'm doing now, um, I think there's a bigger Scooby-Doo fan base than there is a Garfield fan base. I think you need to find something with the right size fan base. So, therefore, I think a Pokemon Eats would be more successful than a Digimon Eats. (laughs) No offense, Digimon, I would love to go to a Digimon cafe and just be completely overwhelmed and have a sensory overload while I'm drinking, like, (laughs) a purple milkshake, but...
2: (laughs) Yeah. You gotta make it more of a a wacky store as well. Like, the iPads in-store, I've never experienced something like that. Like, that's something that I'm gonna carry out. Um... But no, I'm thinking of a Pokemon eats now, and I feel like the ethical implications of all of it because they eat Pokemon <laughs> They eat Pokemon in Pokemon, but they don't like to talk about it. That is something wow. they don't like to talk about. There's a few ones that they eat. Yeah, yeah, David, what's up? Like,
3: so I there's like a lot of stuff I listen to about brand marketing. But if, let's <laughs> say if you want to be explicitly anti-vegan, that would be smart on that end. It's like you're gonna be eating a Pokemon. You know, so it's almost right. it's almost as if you, you embrace the the horror and the, the despicableness, you know.
0: Yeah, that that's definitely how you would have to brand it. You're
1: like, we it's want terrifying. our fans to be anyone but a vegan. Yeah. It's like
3: it'd be like one of those like did you guys see over the weekend there's like those protein shakes that are like effed up and stuff like that, where it has like crazy marketing. There's like this eagle on it and it's like this isn't your mama's <laughs> protein shake or something <laughs> like that. Oh no,
4: was oh, was God. this at the
3: Super Bowl? No, it was like just on Twitter, but it was like very like it, it was something that like I've seen like like on on TV. I also saw recently like this military like sunglasses like military people wear. It was like this isn't for anyone weak, you know, like you know, like that like very like. <laughs> but like yeah, the Pokemon thing would have to like embrace that attitude, I think, to be successful. Because if not, like. Funke says mm. the ethical implications would be uh, yeah.
4: So well,
0: that's only well, that's, like, that's only if all the food you're eating is like you're like supposed to be eating a Pokemon. They could just make it like it's just cute Pokemon, but you know you're just getting like a shake.
3: If it's a beef jerky mm. shake, it's hard not to think that was made from a Pokemon or
1: something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> true, true. You know what? Maybe a Digimon Cafe would take off because you could have all the of mom's weird foods. Yeah. They um, already have the food for the
0: show. No, you need to... It's gotta be... Like, Garfield was a good idea because food is so built into... Uh, Garfield. Garfield already, yeah.
3: And it's Scooby-Doo like... is a good one, too, because they eat food, you know. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: I In Pokemon, I remember they ate Magikarps, like the fish Pokemon. That was, that was cool and very normal. And also, they ate Slowpoke tails they would just cut the tail off of pokemon and eat it um, oh my god <laughs> that's like we... gross back <laughs> Do
1: really? like a snake <laughs> <laughs> like a salamander
2: yes yes it's like it's the pink salamander pokemon so i think that's why they they ate it but yeah i guess there's like berries and stuff they could make a, a fruit salad or something or like milkshakes from pokemon milk is that weird i don't
0: know <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's that. I feel like you either do what David was suggesting, where it's <laughs> I was so suggesting, it. I was just saying that's a good <laughs> idea.
3: <laughs>
0: I think you are planning on opening it. What it yeah, like. I
3: would do the Digimon one. I think that's a cooler <laughs>
0: potato juice. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, or you go the opposite, and it's just like yeah, it's like fruit smoothies, but they just uh-huh. look like. You know, it's like you could make the cup look like a Pokemon or something. Or like mm. ice cream.
3: That would be smart. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ice cream's a good I mean, idea. there's like some ethical stuff of like, are you milking Pokemon or something like that, but. Yeah. True. Also,
2: there are, Vanillish is an ice cream Pokemon that's just a cone
1: <laughs> and a vanilla <laughs> ice cream. So what? that would be.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll send a photo. <laughs>
1: that's messed up. But, yeah.
2: Possibly tasty as well. We don't know yet.
3: That Garfield beats guy, is kind of wild. He's a very interesting man. I heard him on an internet radio show, and he... That's how I found out about it. It was very... (laughs) He's an an enigmatic person. He's odd.
1: Oh, yeah, that's... This Pokemon's weird. That's messed up. Yeah. That's messed up that they, like, broke the rules of Pokemon World, where it's, like, it kind of has to be rooted in a thing. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, this was Gen... What? Five, I think? But they were like, I don't care.
4: <laughs> They're like, because I'm like, I
1: thought, I thought the Pokemon thing is that it kind of has to be rooted in like a naturally occurring thing. No, ice cream is not naturally occurring.
2: No, they th- they threw. Well, they, I feel like that was a core thing for the first gen. But there were still like random inanimate objects and stuff. But yeah, I think a lot of uh, backlash in Gen Five because people were like, these are real Pokemon. This is an ice cream cone and a
1: keychain. <laughs> Give those to Digimon. You don't want those here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I uh, can't, can't believe they made an ice cream cone Pokemon <laughs> and a keychain. What are they doing on Pokemon now? I, feel like, I haven't played those games in years. I it's, That's so funny. It
2: starts off as a smaller ice cream cone and it becomes this one. And then yeah, it saying, becomes
0: a It becomes a three scoop <laughs> cone.
2: It becomes, I'm not joking,
0: <clears throat> click on it. Or it's two scoop and a straw. Oh my God, it becomes a two scoop ice cream cone. <laughs>
2: it's really fun i love when people have fun with character designs and just put them out there because people get so mad at this thing but like how are you mad at it it's an ice cream cone <laughs> with two smiley faces
4: i don't know uh, oh my gosh
1: i will uh, say though if i was in the pokemon world and i like pulled up to a pokemon battle with my like Charizard or Charmander or something, and then a giant floating ice cream cone was what I was facing. <laughs> I'd be terrified.
0: Yeah, intimidation, the intimidation tactic. I mean, <laughs> I would be scared to fight a giant ice cream cone for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, should we? Uh, I mean, you know, we kind of already talked about the other two parts, but is there anything? The second part is my favorite. I'm talking, I'm going back to the Digimon movie here. Yes. Uh second part's definitely my favorite. I don't know. If this, does anyone have stuff they wanna they wanna add that we haven't hit yet on these? Second part, uh
1: there's I, like a love story going on, kinda.
0: They have to stop a bunch of uh like they you know, I guess a digi a Digimon uh starts hacking a bunch of shit. Uh she turns and then into you know, is gonna drop like missiles all over the world or whatever. Yeah. Or is it just one missile? I can't remember. Anyway, it's a a bunch, right? It's a bunch of missiles. Anyway, uh, and then uh, the character has to go into the computer and, uh, you know, create, uh, 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 has to defeat the Digimon so that the missiles can not hit. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of people send emails, which uh, slows down the Digimon,
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, so oh you...
0: gosh, that was a terrible summary. We need Seb.
2: It's okay. Seb <laughs> would be proud of that one. Um I think one of my favorite parts about that one was uh how <laughs> the evil Digimon was just emailing them and like harassing them. Like, "Hello, hello, 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 hello." To be like, "How where is he? How did he get this line?" Um and then he's sorry. also... Oh, sorry, yeah.
1: Um I'm just this picture that I'm sending the one of the digimon evolutions reminded me of this
2: (laughs) (laughs) not spiders
0: what is this
2: (laughs) adam you haven't seen this guy
0: no (laughs) this is scary what is this
1: that it's from a uh uh treehouse children's tv show about a bunch of little insects Um, And this is like the bad dude spider is. He's basically like the Squidward of this spider TV show, but one of the evolutions for the bad guy Digimon reminded me of him.
4: Wow. Why would
2: you make me remember this?
1: (laughs) This... Cause I had to remember it.
2: This show, Miss Spider's (laughs) Sunny Patch friends. Yeah. I remember it being very scary and him not being like a super bad dude, but he was kind of creepy. Like just to look at.
1: Yeah, sorry.
2: Sure
1: looks I, awesome. I derailed the the point about the emails. I'm. I apologize.
2: Oh no, bro. I I was just gonna say it's very funny that he's the bad guy was just consistently emailing them throughout the whole time. <laughs> I
1: I like in that section in the first section. How it's just glossed over that Ty just vomited in a girl's hat and did not tell her before she put it on her head. (laughs) And I'm like, and then he was like apologizing because he gave her a hair clip and she thought that meant that he thought her hair looked bad. But then I'm like, but you've never apologized for the vomit in the hat. You just never apologized with the hat vomit. And when she called you about it, you hung up the phone. (laughs)
3: this movie's opinion on women sorry i know we keep trying to get back to the story but it's very odd it's it's not dismissive or anything or like outright misogynistic but it's just really weird it has like i mean they're just treated as secondary characters i mean it's a kid, it's a kid but it's just that that hair cliff thing like really bothered me i was like this is weird i was like i don't know i like maybe someone would get upset about that but i feel like that's like some weird stereotype that i don't know it was weird
4: I, yeah, and I,
0: that,
3: yeah. Sorry, Punky. Okay, go on.
2: Oh, I just—I read it as just like them being. It sounded like he had a crush on her, and it was just a weird relationship in general, and they were just fighting about like kind of nothing. Um, that—that—that's just how I read it. But I see—I see what you're saying.
3: Well, no, it—it it was more just in conjunction with that, and then when—and I guess that was more Willis being a weirdo. But it was just weird that like these women didn't have any agency. But again, I mean, that's like not—not not that I expected this movie to have that. It just was kind of like this thing of like. Oh, yeah, this was made like 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 Definitely see that in,
2: in in the third movie. Yeah, they were just like, that's my girl. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's guy talk. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. you are seven, maybe eight years old. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> Please chill out.
3: Traveling across America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the third one probably has the most wild... Uh, if, not that I want to move on, but the second one, I think... Yeah, they save the world. The bomb falls, right? They fight the monster. I mean, they almost die, I guess, a few times. They keep almost dying. (laughs)
4: Like
3: a bunch of times.
1: Six God plays.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that second one is weird. It's kind of hard to sum up without watching it because it's a very visual. It's probably the most, I don't know. There's a lot of exposition, but I don't know. It's kind of just like they just fight the dude. He's going to destroy the world you know yeah but the third one's wild because yeah then the gang the new gang shows up and then okay does anyone else want to recap this because i really don't know how to where to start
1: they're in new york (laughs) for some reason that i didn't really catch like i think they're going to meet this dude the guy who has like the two Digimon, which is, like, unheard of. Because everybody just has one Digimon that imprints <laughs> on them. But he has two, which is crazy. So I think they're going to visit him or something. Kari but then and, they, like,
2: and the other dude.
1: TK, yeah. TK. And then they, uh, they see him in New York. But then he, like, runs away because he's, like, talking to this huge Digimon. Um, who, like, just randomly disappears. And then we cut to, like, the rest of the gang and somewhere else. I don't know where. And... I, guess I Kari don't think they TK were in and...
2: America. Because I feel like they were like, how are we going to get there?
1: I don't it's know so where they were. No,
0: they were. I guess they were
1: in Colorado. They were in America they're...
0: in the last one, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, right. they were
1: okay. in Colorado for okay. some reason. Um, Because I guess they were all going to visit that dude who was going to Colorado or lived in Colorado. I don't remember his name. Um, The little blonde dude. And then, yeah. and then TK and uh, Kari were going to go meet up with the rest of the gang somewhere else. But then their uh, train got stopped. And then they have to order a pizza at one point (laughs) and get (laughs) to ride in the the pizza truck. And then um, Pokemon comes back and there's like a massive showdown where it's like they're trying to defeat him. But then it turns out that he just keeps rapidly regenerating like he's Wolverine or something. Um, And then they have to kill him. And then everybody's really sad that they kill Pokemon from like the inside. They like get eaten by him and explode him from the inside or something.
4: yeah
1: Um, And then they're really sad and it's like a sad emotional moment. And then... Willis is like, oh no, it's okay. Digimon, don't die. (laughs) (laughs) And then it like ends.
3: Yeah, well, then Kokomon washes up into the ocean. The egg like washes in and. Yeah. Then he's like, "Yeah." And then that guy who said people or Digimon don't die was right. They don't die, and it's it was kind of weird. <laughs> Sorry. There's just two things I wanted to gloss or not that you glossed over, Nara. But two things that or details that were kind of funny. So in New York, I know fucking doesn't think it's New York, but I'm pretty sure they think it's they say it's New York. I don't think it is. Sorry.
2: They, yes, them. I'm talking about the kids on the beach. Where oh, are they?
3: You know, where, oh. I don't know where those are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, all I was going to say is, so they're in New York. They're just hanging out. But they didn't go to see Willis. It's like, they, all of a sudden, Kari's like, oh, I have a bad feeling. And then, like, <laughs> then they, like, stumble across Willis with, with Cocoa Bod. So, like, it's even more out loud. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Because, like, it would make sense if, like, oh, yeah, we met this dude Willis and so we're going to meet him. No. They're just like, there's some bad stuff going on. And then they, like, stumble across them. And then they chase him through America Anyways, when they ordered the pizza, that's one thing I was going to say. Willis tells them – this is a really weird detail I picked up on, but he's like, I have a family vacation house or something that we could stay at and we can order the pizza there. And it's like, (laughs) where are you in America that you're like (laughs) – like did you were you traveling to this vacation house or did you were you just did you just stop and were like oh yeah i have this house in oklahoma i don't know that is so
2: funny though because they'd be saying shit like a fact and then you're just forced to accept it because so much stuff is gonna happen in like two minutes that you're just like all right whatever like yes he does have that home let's let's keep going because we're already here
1: Oh yeah! Don't they also they meet Will the uh, the rest of the gang ends up meeting Willis while kari and TK are stuck on the train because they're like taking all these weird uncles modes of transport <laughs> that nobody fucked with, and then they're like, you know what? We're gonna be stowaways, and it turns out Willis was like also stowing away on this truck or something. The same truck, <laughs> the same truck.
2: <laughs> the odds of that are just. I was like, no way. Um, but when they order the pizza. I like that he's done it before, first of all, Willis. Um, I think that's very clever of him. But I also like how it separated them, the characters. I was like, how did you actually just ditch your two friends in the middle of nowhere America? You just, they hopped in the truck with the pizza thing and left um, Willis and uh, who, the guy who looks like Ty. Davis, they left them to talk amongst themselves for a bit. Do you remember this part? like? how the, yeah. the, the two side characters were just gone. And it's like, you're all children <laughs> traveling alone and you just <laughs> checked out this pizza
3: delivery thing and left your friends here. But it was. Sorry. No, oh. they, they were just split up for like an hour. Cause then that's when they get on the dog and they <laughs> they ride the dog
2: <laughs> to the farmhouse <barn laughs> or something. It just... But it's
3: played off. So f- like as such a funny
2: moment and Willis is like, huh, oh, well they're gone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like what dude those are your friends you're also lost you're like you are yeah. trapped it you're walking in the middle of america
1: yeah it's also like and, and then it's weird because it's like they're not that pressed to get back to them because then no. they're like let's go take this emotional detour and talk about like coke or whatever
3: we need exposition right now <laughs> i was like <laughs> And they don't even explain it that well. Like that's the thing I, that, what's funny about the movie is the exposition, it like tells you sort of what needs to like you need to know, but either it does it so bluntly or it doesn't really even address it. It kind of just like, oh yeah, this is like how funky it was saying. It's like this is just happening now. And you're like, oh okay, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's so much exposition told so matter-of-factly, but I still don't understand what's happening a lot of the time. And <laughs> I will say, like, the I, I knew going in like, I had a bit of a reputation for being, like, kind of incomprehensible. So I know I was, like, you know, on guard trying to really, like, make sure I I understood what was happening. Uh, and through the first two, I think I, I was able to follow it pretty well. The third one is the one where I, maybe the movie had just worn me down already so much at this point. In a good way. I like this movie a lot. But I think it had worn me down a little bit. Uh, that by the time I got to this third one, I'm like... Oh, I have no clue what's <laughs> happening anymore. But, you know, <laughs> that that's true. that's all right. That's all right. I still had a good time with it, even in the yes. third part. I was just like by that point I was just like, okay, well, I'm just enjoying the I'm just enjoying the vibe. I'm here for the vibe.
2: Yeah. I think it does it does wear down your like suspension of disbelief like where it's like it's not even a factor of watching this movie. You're just like, yep. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I, and that. Uh huh. That too. I, nice. David,
2: what David said at like at close to the beginning about the golden eggs. I, that I forgot about that when the movie ended. But yeah, I don't even. I was just like, oh, of course, because like the battle was going on, they were losing, they needed something to win, so they got a golden egg and they won. Like it, it, it made perfect sense for the story, so I, I followed through with it. <laughs>
1: yeah should we or I was just gonna say I have to leave in like 10 5 to 10 minutes so oh yeah should we, we should. do concluding thoughts and then whack numbers
2: yeah of course
0: um. sounds good uh, I could start I mean I, I think it's pretty whack I I think uh, uh it's a it's a great flick a great time uh I would recommend everyone to see it uh if you enjoy um movies you should watch this one it's a good one uh <laughs> yeah i don't know i'll give it, i'll give it a four I'm a four that's my score yeah I I agree
2: with that like if you like movies, you should watch this because it's like three (laughs) and a half movies in a different language that they took and like threaded together. You get so
0: many movies. You get so many movies in one. If you like movies, you get so many movies. Oh, oh, sorry. This is, uh, I know we're concluding now and I know I just interrupted you, Funky, but I just wanted to ask this. Uh, I looked on the Wikipedia after and it said that there's an intro with like Angela Anaconda that wasn't in my version but did anyone see that what? I want to know what was up Are you with that so, <laughs> so
3: so on the VHS and I think the DVD version you can't start the movie without watching like an 11 minute episode of Ange- Angela Anaconda <laughs> <laughs> that like weird blue lady and awesome. it's wild like we didn't have that in America cuz I think it's a Canadian show and it's wild. It's it, they, they go to like the movies. They go to see Digimon. I think that's what the short is about. They go to like
0: cause yeah. I'm, that's uh, what it. That's what it says in the on Wikipedia.
1: Uh, okay,
0: sorry, I, sorry, David. I cut you. off. No, on. just
1: look it up. Who's gonna just, get me the DVD version of Digimon now so I can see that? <laughs> this is so. I I have the link right now. <laughs>
0: Of the Angela Anaconda intro? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch this. It says on Wikipedia, Angela Anaconda and her friends line up to watch Digimon the movie, but Nanette and her friends cut in line and invite Mrs. Brinks to block her view. Uh Angela imagines herself digivolving into Angela Mon to defeat Mrs. Brinks and Annette and Nanette. However, the audience realizes they are in the wrong theater and leave. This sounds. Oh my god! I, I I gotta see that.
2: This is sinister.
3: <laughs> she, she gets bullied. She gets like bullied by like one of the kids, and then like yeah, it's yeah, it's, funny.
2: it's not funny. All of the comments on this video are about how this caused a divorce, apparently. And I don't want to read into that, but I mean, it seems a bit like a very powerful uh, piece. Oh my god! That. The words you said, Adam, Angela, and Digimon, this doesn't make any sense.
0: I'm actually speechless. Into Angela-mon.
2: I'm speechless. Okay, but this movie, yeah. I think it's great. I think it, when I originally read that it was three different movies before I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to be three different movies probably threaded together. But the way they put it together, I was like, oh it is like three different movies. It's throwing them at you and you have to like get get attached to these characters and, and follow along the story. And I thought that was like really fun and exciting. And yeah, it did a good job intro introing me to the series as a whole. And yeah, I I mean, no surprise, but I liked the whole web 1.0 kind of look and how they were playing with like uh, a, a very innocent and imaginative idea of the internet, which was, which was very fun. Uh, but yeah, it, it it was it was a nice movie. I I think I will give it a four point five on the wax.
1: Four point five. All right, I'll go next. Um, I knew nothing about this movie going in. I I vaguely knew what Digimon were. Um, coming out of this, I think I am a Digimon fan. I think this movie is amazing. <laughs> yes. I think they're like, cause I am. I would say I am a fan of music. I listen to music once in a while. I enjoy it. Um, I'm a music yeah. enjoyer. I <laughs> once also, every now and then. I also do buy some records. And I would say if the Digimon album is available on vinyl, that is one that I think I need in my collection. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh, shit. It's, it's your a...
0: birthday coming up. If anyone's listening to this and wants to get a birthday <laughs> gift for Nara.
1: if it, Even if it's on CD, if you burn me a CD and then make custom album art for it too, I would be so happy. <laughs> um because the soundtrack also slaps um the way it looks slaps i think i i was very confused and very lost for parts of these fil- this film but i loved it and i think it deserves a five whack out of five
0: wow Woo! <laughs> the rare five out of five that is powerful <laughs> all right that
4: it's is power- powerful yeah
3: all right uh, um um I guess I'll go. Um, so this movie is, I never critically watched this movie before up until yesterday. So <laughs> it's a, it's definitely very whack. I love it's inventive use of ska and <laughs> like CG animation at certain points. If not, if it's not CG animation, they like do really well of making it look like, cause it's like doing cell shading and a bunch of interesting things at certain moments. And like how Funky brought up at the beginning, like the perspective is when they're fighting at certain points, very like close to wide shots. It's very, like it's visual design. is very cool. Most of the time. I mean, there's times I think they get kind of lazy, but not really. It's kind of why. Wat- uh, like, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's, <laughs> it's a movie you can't really describe. I don't know if, if I will give it a five. I was thinking about giving it a five. I really don't know what I would give it if it, I mean, four and a half, I guess, but it's whack it's it's really whack it is whack it is whack. i think southland tales deserves I, like when i compare it to southland tales i don't <laughs> think it actually is a five so i'm gonna go with a four and a half because southland tales truly is bonkers and this movie's bonkers yeah. but it's it's bonkers in a way where like when you're lost it, it's kind of frustrating whereas with southland tales you almost want to keep just getting more lost mm. but now that right. i don't know but it kind of is close to a five but i'm i have i don't know I'm gonna give it a four. It's, yeah. it's hard.
2: It's hard giving it a number. Now I feel. Number.
0: Now I feel like I'm hyperbolically low. I gotta. I'm gonna bump mine up. I'm gonna be a four point five as well. I okay. think you guys are all right. It's 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 very whack. <laughs> it is
2: different. A different form of whack than Southland, but it is whack.
1: Well, it's also just whack that some. I don't know if it's whack or if it's just poor, poor critical uh, thinking skills. But some that some executive decided to. Uh, take three movies and put it into one movie
3: it's three episodes it was episodes they made it's even more whack than that so then they had to like rewrite the story because the movie's technically not canon i guess to some people like some people don't because it's it's rewriting over episodes that actually are canon sorry not to interrupt that but yeah it's just it's yeah so was
0: that was this like an attempt to like this was like an idea of like okay here's how we can like Broaden our audience. We can introduce a bunch of people to Digimon. uh We just put like three highlight episodes into one, and then well, so I think like, the Pokemon like, movie, it should get people on board.
3: The Pokemon movie just came out the year before, and they were like, I think they just rushed this all together, and they were like, okay. if we don't get this out within a year, we're not going to stay relevant. And then okay. like it's like what movies did back in the day, so they got like also a banging soundtrack, which is like I think like the most. I mean, I think there's very creative stuff going on in this movie, but the soundtrack is probably like. Yeah, I don't know. It's stupendous. It's probably the least m- messy part about this movie, but <laughs> but yeah. But so I can't
0: good. imagine those were the songs in the original episodes. Like, that <laughs> that must have been a, a re-edit for the movie thing, right? They're like, people well, love... The, yeah, All <laughs> the money they <laughs> saved
1: on writing and editing, because they were using already existing content, they definitely spent on the soundtrack. Yeah,
3: exactly. Right. right. They yeah. just dubbed everything. <laughs> you know what? If we're including the Angela Anaconda opening, I think I might give this a five. <laughs> Because Whoa! that opening, as a kid, was really shocking because I had no context for who Angela Anaconda is, and <laughs> it was its own little narrative device that framed the movie. <laughs> so I, I think I don't know if I want to give it a five, but it's can I give it a four point 7, seven five? Do it. You four point seven five
1: is four point seven five is valid.
3: Yeah, whatever you're feeling. Yeah, I I, I I I think like a five is a five, and it's I don't know if this movie has reached that five, but it's I don't know.
1: Understand,
3: okay. I understand, I
1: understand. 4.75 is. Right. Um and the mm. wa- the wax score for this film is 4.6875. Holy
0: moly. That's <laughs> yeah, That might, we, I think that's probably our second highest
1: ever. Probably our second
0: highest, right?
2: Can we bump it up a, a decimal? 4.7. Yeah, 4.7. 4.
1: 7. Make it sound Oh, sorry. Not,
3: sorry. What is?
2: One of the small. I was doing a, a, a the sixty nine joke. Sorry, it was
1: But oh, okay. You want to bump it up a a a tens spot or a hundredth?
2: Hundredth, yes.
1: Please. You want to bump it up a hundredth? Okay. So it's a four point so,
0: six nine. <laughs> Is that what you said?
2: Yeah. Where where does this line up with everything else of this season? We've only done two. The-
0: this I'm is the second. One. This is the second one. Yeah. Uh yes. wait, let me let me consult the spreadsheet real quick. Uh We got
1: a spreadsheet now. We're serious, guys.
0: Yeah. yeah we used to not have a spreadsheet. Now we do.
1: <laughs> good night, Ryan.
0: Oh, good night, <laughs> Ryan, of course. Good night. Uh Nerve was our first episode and it got a 2.75. So this is running away with the series so far.
2: Oh my gosh. I found myself still thinking about Nerve though after watching it and the Combos. I was like,
0: huh. I had a good time with Nerve. I had a good time with Nerve. Yeah. Uh right. okay well uh, I mean thank you so much David for 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 coming on and for suggesting this movie and for uh uh we're, it's a pleasure to meet you I I can only speak for yeah. myself it but was it great. was a great time talking to you and really happy we got the chance to do so yeah
2: this was such such a fun convo and such a fun movie as well thank you so much for hitting us up like this was a blast
1: yes thank you I don't know what I would I think my life would be worse if I had never seen this film.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'll co-sign that too. Yeah, You're hell right. yeah, definitely.
3: <laughs> That's awesome to hear because it's it's a movie that I think is easy to look at very pessimistically and hate, and it's mm-hmm. <laughs> I think maybe what's awesome about, about what you guys took away from it was just that uh, all all of its faults, you guys like almost loved it more because of its faults, which I think is even cooler because yeah, it's a messy movie. It's like a mess. It's, it's a mess.
0: Definitely. I, I I mean, that's a like I, I try to kind of view all movies through that prism a little bit. I think it's like easy to kind of look at the faults of a movie and then really highlight on that and tear it down. I think one thing that we all do on this podcast, which is really good, is, you know, even movies that we dislike, we always try to find things that we like within it and highlight that. Uh, And at the same time, movies that we adore, like kind of recognize the faults, but recognize that's all a part of all a part of the pot you know all movies there's no no such thing as a perfect movie and a lot of my favorite movies certainly have a ton of faults but I kind of love them even for those those faults that kind of uh is endearing in a certain way Uh, I don't know I I I I don't I don't think there's any art that's like flawless and that's that's a beautiful thing that's what makes something perfect is its imperfections hell yeah that was beautiful That was beautiful. I, uh, so, yes, that, I mean, that's... Uh, yeah.
2: Uh, but before we uh, do the sign-off, <laughs> I, I wanted to say... I guess what... We didn't explain this uh, series. That we're doing, oh, yeah. But,
0: <laughs> we always forget to say the series. <laughs> yes. I'll try to remember
2: that too in the entrance. But um, we're doing... What was the name, Adam? Whack, whack in, in the, the Box. box. Whack, whack in the Box. Uh, so, stuff with, like...
0: It's Toy very vague. Game. Toys and games. Yeah. Toys yeah. and games. Yeah, based Wait, off yes. of toys and games, or hat involving toys and games. And partly, we came up with the series was because of you suggesting doing Digimon the movie. Oh, that's awesome! We're man. like, we're gonna build something around this because we wanted to have you on. So it was. A, it was. A, and we
1: got that that Smash Bros. film coming yeah, up. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Luke really wanted to do Smash Brothers, so it was a perfect, perfect uh, opportunity to do both.
4: Yeah
3: yeah it was a great it's a great concept because i was thinking about it and i was like oh yeah like that's there's so much movies you guys said that last episode but yeah i was like there's so much movies that can be like i mean there's like obvious ones that people might do jumanji or something but there's like also really weird like um yeah anyways there's old movies that like have like stuff like that so yeah you can do a lot of stuff
2: i watched phenomena have any of you seen that no it's about, it's, I I guess the, this SNES game, I think, I think it's SNES, called The Clock Tower uh, is based off of it. And it's so weird. It's about this oh. like girl who has telekinesis and she's best friends with every single bug. And she like can control a monkey to kill people with a knife. It's ridiculous. But I, uh, I don't know. I might want to pull that in. if
0: no one's that, your...
1: that I we don't have a film for next week.
0: Yeah. You want to do that next week? Yeah, yes. let's, let's do it. Let's do yes, it. Yes,
3: let's do it. That movie's sick because it's a Dario Argento movie. And mm-hmm. I had... Oh, a, sick. On the other one, I, had, I talked about the Suspiria one, but the more modern one. But in general, it's just that movie. I saw that movie like a few months ago. That movie's wild. It's weird. It's pacing is, is interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I was like, whoa. um, Yeah, but I... Well, then that's our next week. That Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, so come back. Uh, listen to that episode next week. Uh, uh, thank you to Ian Mills for the music. Thank you to Emma Kudlack for the logo. Go to insomniacfestival.com, insomniac underscore fest on Instagram, insomniac, oh, sorry, no, insomniacfest on Instagram, insomniac underscore fest on Twitter. Also, insomniac the movie coming out soon.
4: Yes! Uh,
0: so, you know, anyone listening to this, make sure to uh, uh 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 what is it february 28th february 28th uh you know come it's through gonna be, it's gonna be awesome um, more
1: fun things about that announced soon
0: yes yes oh yes stay tuned and thank you again david i i mean I, I i think i mentioned this on a podcast a while ago when you first you know when we first shouted you out for sending the email but it really did make us all very happy to get your uh, original email it's always nice to know that anyone out there is listening uh and we shared it with the whole insomniac team and everyone was really happy and excited so uh thank you again we were very touched and it was an amazing amazing pleasure to finally meet you in real life and have this conversation about this great movie digi life digi life -life. sorry not real life in (laughs) digi life which is almost even
3: better (laughs) facts the digi world rules
2: and how did the third movie end?
3: Oh, it's... Oh, no. Uh, so, hey, now! Now oh, somebody <laughs> wants to...
0: me the world!
3: <laughs> Take the sharpest told the chef.
4: She was looking kind of <laughs> dumb Dung with a
3: finger,
1: finger <laughs> in her
0: thumb Darn. in the
1: shape Shade. of an L. On her forehead Well, well, well I Bye. Bye.
4: got Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Mom, get out. I am doing a podcast